0: I'm sure many of our listeners have heard, I'm sure you know this as well, that financial health is probably one of the top stressors in today's world. You know, I think having a good perspective on that as you're looking at, at your business plan uh, is, is really super important.
1: A lot of uh, business owner, they don't know what's going to happen three months from now, six months from now. How important is it for Libro, for a business owner to come up with a long-term forecast?
0: It's extremely important. It's important to understand the thought process and the strategic work that a business does. Best estimate of projections is all that you can do. How consumer behaviors are changing, what things are you going to do differently, what comes out of doing that planning and building out those projections is Libro or your financial institution, getting a better understanding of your decision-making
1: I don't normally release a guest episode on Tuesday, but last week bonus episode on April 21st, I talked about Canada Emergency Business Account or SIBA and the Export Development of Canada EDC Loan Guarantee. So I want to bring in a woman leader who is in the trenches, helping small business owners with these two programs. You're listening to Her CEO Journey, the business finance podcast for women entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Christina Shahli. If you are new here, a big warm welcome. If we are not connected on LinkedIn, please reach out and say hi, because that's where I hang out and share my business finance tips. If you have been listening to this podcast for over a year, I want you to know I appreciate you. My podcast won't be around without your support. Feel free to send me a private message on LinkedIn or submit your question using the link provided in the show notes. Tell me which part of the conversation in this episode resonates and inspires you. And if you have follow-up question after this episode, ask me. I will do a bonus episode to answer your question on this podcast or I will post on LinkedIn if we are connected there. I've been answering questions that I receive over the last few weeks inside my bonus episode, as well as on LinkedIn. This is a free weekly show where my guests and I take you behind the scenes and into the inner workings of our businesses, sharing the good, the bad and the truth about the money. We have made or lost and recover as entrepreneurs and all because we want to inspire you to achieve financial equality through your business. My guest today is Carol Normando, the executive vice president advice and service with Liberal Credit Union. Libro is one of the financial institutions where Canadian small businesses can apply for the SEBA and the EDC loan guarantee program. Let's find out Carol's CEO journey. Carol Normando, welcome to her CEO journey. You are working for Libro Credit Union, but you didn't start there. So where was your journey to get where you are right now? I
0: actually have had uh, careers in two industries uh, in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. I started out in hospitality, working with my husband yeah, and managing resorts up in Ontario. Uh, And I would say that that's probably where my love of uh, customer service uh, and helping people and uh, my, I'm going to say I have an entrepreneurial mindset, that's probably where that started. Mm -hmm. Eventually, we decided to lease our own uh, resort property. We ran that very successfully for a number of years. And I have done everything from managing front desk in the accounting of the resort to managing the kitchen. So it's a, been a very diversified background that way. I can uh, balance the books or I can make 40 <laughs> pies. Let's just put it that way. Uh, it was a great experience, but uh-huh. it was 24-7, 365 days a year that really became a challenge for me in particular. I'm going to say us, but it it definitely became a challenge for me as we started a family and really trying to find that work-life balance. And for me, I would have to say that the uh, self-employment route was not the route that I was looking to go. But uh, what I missed though, that there was something missing from uh, from that time. As I started to, I guess, understand where my passions or what really motivated me, I realized I love financial services, but I had a real challenge with, I'm going to say, a disconnect or a disalignment between customer value and shareholder value. Hmm. And that's what um, had me looking at other opportunities and discovering the the wonderful world of credit unions, which I had known nothing about really up until that point in time. And the role I'm in today is uh, EVP of advice and service where I'm focused on the advice and service side of the business. So today leading our community banking, business banking and wealth segments.
1: So one thing that intrigued me and then I want to dig deeper, when you say customer value versus shareholder value, can you elaborate a little bit on that and then probably talk about Libro and its mission? Absolutely. So when you think about customer value,
0: right? It, you know, your value proposition. So what is it? What services? What products? What do you offer that, that your customers, your consumers provide value in? Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the other side of that, you have, you have your shareholders who mm-hmm. are in, investing in your company, who are, are looking to see that company grow, who are looking to see profits. And when you're in a cooperative model, your customers and your shareholders are one and the same. So when you think about products and services you deliver, their relevancy, when you think about support for your communities, you're working with one group of value aligned individuals. And where I really saw the difference coming from my previous world into the credit union world is that when you think of shareholder values, oftentimes companies will look to make strategic shifts Uh, I'm going to say short term. So based on Mm -hmm. short term results. Mm -hmm. And in the credit union, I can truly say that while we certainly look at our short term and our medium term plans, Mm -hmm. we take it with a long term vision. And we can do that because of, of that uniqueness of having the same customers
1: and shareholders. So in a credit union, technically your customer is the shareholder. Is that it? Correct. All of our, so in
0: order to, for Libro at least, so you need to become a member or an owner, as we like to call them, um, of the credit union. And as an owner, then you have access to all of our products and services. So uh, you help form and shape the direction of the company, as well as are able to, to utilize all the products and services.
1: Okay. So what is Libro mission? And then where does Libro focus on right now? We've put them really simple and we frame
0: framed them in a why, how, what statement, our libro uh, And our why or our purpose is to grow prosperity in southwestern Ontario by transforming banking.
1: So everything we do uh, is focused on that purpose. I know Libro is a B Corp certified. Do you want to talk about a little bit about the B Corp and then why did Libro become a, a B Corp? It really
0: is a balanced approach to all our stakeholders. And again, our stakeholders are our owners. Like I said, those are our members, the customer and the shareholder, our staff and our communities. And being purpose-driven means that we have a purpose beyond profit and that we're thinking differently about how we conduct our business Mm -hmm. and making decisions that are good for Libro and that they also have a positive impact on our owners and our communities and our staff. And don't get me wrong, profit is not a bad thing. At Libro, it enables us to give back more to our owners, to our staff, to our communities. But what it does mean is that we consider a triple bottom line. So mm. people, planet and profit mm. when we are making our decisions and and when we're building our strategy. And at Libro, we have a really simple way of explaining what that means to our stakeholders. Simply, we contribute to our owner's success by helping them to be financially healthy. We contribute to our community success by activating owner deposits through loans, investments, and partnerships. I take this opportunity to give an example of how we put that into motion based on our our current reality. Over the last six weeks, we have built and transitioned into a new temporary core delivery model. We're supporting our owners with coaching, with changes in processes that'll enable us to provide the essential services they need, while keeping our staff and our owners' health and safety at the forefront. You mentioned about coaching. So, what does coaching means for Libro? So, I'm going to say on um, behavioral coaching. It, you know, it's not so much about the product or service you choose, but helping each other, helping customers through a times good and bad. It's it's it's. Acknowledging success and and, and the achievement of milestones during the good times, but it's also helping people get through the deep end sometimes when when things are
1: far more challenging. If you look at Libro as a whole, are you focusing on certain industry or you work with everybody? We work with
0: everybody. Mm-hmm. I would say that we are very fortunate to have strong ag and commercial roots. So when you look at our our business, our business owners, our portfolio. We are almost equally into uh, agriculture and agribusiness mm. as we are into to, to small business, to commercial, into those areas, which is a nice balance for us and certainly gives us a broader view and understanding of what's happening in the marketplace and, and definitely better able to support uh, all the communities that
1: we serve. Are you only focusing on Southwestern Ontario? Yes, we are. And that goes back to our to our B Libro, to our why, uh, which is to, to grow prosperity in southwestern Ontario. What do business owners need to consider before they are applying for any type of financing? Great question.
0: And I would say a simple answer really to that is. Uh, The considerations for financing, for the most part, really are the same today as they were two months ago. There's Mm. there's a few additional things maybe, but really they're the same. So key is a solid business plan, right? Consider your value proposition, your target market approach, your sales and marketing plans, your financial plan, cash flow forecasts, and, and, you know... Today, maybe more so than ever, but always looking at that best case, worst case scenarios. We, we do that um, ongoing here. And as I said, even in this environment, perhaps on a weekly or, or monthly basis, mm-hmm. uh, it's also important to consider the impact to personal finances, especially for smaller businesses or businesses starting out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the personal and financial health and well-being is so crucial to achieving both business and personal goals and aspirations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure many of our listeners have heard, I'm sure you know this as well, that financial health is probably one of the top stressors uh, in today's world.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and so,
0: you know, I think having a good perspective on that as you're looking at, at your business plan uh, is, is really super important making sure your financial statements are up to date. Uh, I think you never know when you could be looking at financing or where you might be looking at an opportunity. So really important to always keep your financial statements up to date. Uh, I know for us, you know, preferably, you know, we'd like to see at least two years, if not more, to demonstrate the strength of a business. I think that if you're a new business, which I'm not too sure how many callers you have would be new businesses, but for us, it would be certainly looking at, have you given consideration to, Um, other government-related programs. So thinking about like in Canada, our Canadian Small Business Financing Program or Community Futures, BDC, as well as incubators and or small business support centers uh, that might be in your area. The other big one is you need to consider security available and the financial strength of your business. So, you know, it's what deposits are available to support a down payment or business financing need. Uh, what security or collateral is available to pledge uh, if you're looking for any loan requests. And this might also include, you know, thinking about, again, personal guarantees, personal residence uh, and investments. And for those that, you know, are are looking at a change of direction or a new business or maybe don't have the security or or financial strength within their, their own business, what potential family or friends uh, may there be to support uh,
1: with that request? So... Here's the thing, though, especially during this crisis, right? A lot of uh, business owners, they don't know what's going to happen three months from now, six months from now. How important is it for Libro, for a business owner to come up with a long-term forecast? It's extremely important. It's
0: important to understand the thought process and the strategic work. a business does. Best estimate of projections is is all that you can do. How consumer behaviors are changing. What things are you going to do differently? What comes out of doing that planning and building out those projections is Libro or
1: your financial institution getting a better understanding of your decision making. I know (laughs) that uh, the Canada Emergency Business Account, that is already rolled out on April the 9th. That is Siba, right? Let's start there. Like, are you guys involved in the Siba application?
0: I'm going to put a shout out before we even start the, any of this to, to tell you how uh, impressed I am with the collaboration across this country mm-hmm. to get these government programs working. I heard from someone uh, that said that uh, when you think about government programs, it can take at least two years from uh, inception of an idea mm-hmm. to rollout of a program. The SIBO program, I think it was like nine nine to 12 days to get this program up and running, which is phenomenal. And so, yes, Libro is uh, participating in this loan program. Uh, We launched the day it was available. With our business owners, our approach to application varies a little bit, and it does from FI to FI. So some financial institutions, uh, you have to go through your online banking for Libro, it is um, on our on our website. And, and part of that just depends on how they go about ver- verifying that you are who you say you are. So, I mean, main details of this program, it's $40,000 interest-free loan until December 31st, 2022. Uh, and if it's not paid back at that point in time, then it will convert to a, a three-year loan at 5% uh, with your financial institution until December 31st, 2025. of that uh, is considered to be forgivable by the government. Right now, businesses must have a current account with their FI as of March 1st, 2020. And then this is also applied to Libro. Yes. So whatever your financial institution is, a business can only apply for this funding through their financial institution and Mm -hmm. only if they've been with that institution since March 1st, 2020. A couple other criteria for that, just so you're aware, is that the business must have payroll expense from 2019, mm-hmm. uh, which needs to be satisfied by a T four summary, mm-hmm. somewhere between 20 thousand and 1.5 million. So that number in itself has changed mm-hmm. since this program was old, rolled out two weeks ago. The I know <laughs> payroll between 50 and and 1 million. So they yeah. they've reduced. Uh, the lower limit and they've increased the upper limit, which is uh, which is really good news. And you can't have been in a delinquent state for um, at least 90 days.
1: So that means if you have other debt or other uh, involved in other financing prior to applying to CBI, you have to be current. You have to correct. have good credit standing. That's what you're saying. Yes, correct. Okay. So I know it has to be a business with Libro, it has to have a certain payroll. Now, the decision to receive Siba is that financial institution decision or the financial institution is only a gateway to apply? I mentioned before that there is a a number of criteria that a business owner needs to go through. Mm -hmm. And that
0: is done through an attestation. And that's really what you're completing with Libro or with another financial institution. So that goes to, again, your payroll expense, no delinquency that you, you know, you are an account holder with that financial institution. Mm-hmm. And that attestation, if you've answered all those questions, really is your qualifying or the program and then your financial institution. So in this case, Libro, what we're doing is we're collecting those attestations. We're verifying that you are who you say you are, that you have an account with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're submitting that claim, let's put it that way, to the government. and. Uh, Just to give you an idea on how that is working, Mm -hmm. originally it was suggested that that would probably be a five to seven day process from when somebody would go online and fill out that attestation and be qualified and verified to getting funds in their account. We're actually seeing this last week and this week, three to four days from when you go online to when the funds are in your account. Really? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good news story. That's
1: fast. I'm happy to hear that.
0: Well, as I'm sure you can appreciate, many businesses are really looking for this, whether yes. it's pay, right, or employee payroll or whatever. Then having to
1: wait an extensive period of time would uh, would not work well at this point. So, okay, another thing that I, I'm curious about, Carol, like, I mean, does everybody get forty thousand? Like, how do you determine the amount forty thousand? Is it equal? Is it somebody can get less than forty thousand? No, so it is a standard amount, the forty thousand.
0: And again, the the government has tried to make it very simple with, I'm I'm not gonna say simple qualifying criteria, but with standard qualifying criteria, yes, you know, do some business owners, you know, need the full 40, do some need more? I'm sure we've got lots of situations on both sides. Yeah. Uh, I think the advantage to something like this is that number one, you may not need the funds right away. Yeah, but by accepting the funds, right? What you uh, what you can do is you can put those into a, a deposit account, a savings account, and they can be there for when you do need them. And if for some reason you didn't need all of them, uh, you can certainly repay them back, right? And, and again, for those that can repay, you know, those back, right? You've got that opportunity for mm-hmm. ten thousand of that to be
1: forgivable. That's that's a good one. I also remember. I think SIBA is only for specific purpose as well, right? I think it's only for operating expenses. There cannot be any dividend payout, bonus payout, increase in owner's compensation, all that stuff, right? That's my understanding as well. Yes. Okay. Now, how is SEBA different with the other program, which is the EDC loan guarantee and the BDC co-landing? Sure. So, I mean, I think that the CEBA was a great way to certainly
0: support a lot of our smaller businesses. Mm-hmm. But there are, and again, to your point, you know, there was, there, there certainly is um, more criteria around what the funds uh, can be used for or support. Mm-hmm. Whereas the uh, EDC guaranteed loan program and the BDC colon programs are support really for, for larger businesses with larger loan amounts available to them. So the the EDC guarantee loan program is an example, your max loan amount uh, right there is um 6.25 million. The uh, BDC co-lend again it's anywhere from 312,000 mm-hmm. uh, up to uh, 6.25 million there. But lots of lots of variation there depending again on the size of the business, the revenues the business makes and the activities of the business.
1: And but, you know, with this loan guarantee, I think the EDC loan guarantee, several banks, I believe Scotia, National Bank of Canada and BMO, the latest, they already released the EDC loan guarantee, like uh, their business owners can start applying. Have you guys releasing that yet? So they're a little little ahead of us. We're actually looking to launch, I believe it is tomorrow.
0: Don't quote me on that. Okay. Uh, And I think some are getting out ahead of the program, particularly, let's say for the EDC, because it's a little more known as far as what that will support. So the EDC loan guarantee, so EDC, right, traditionally Mm -hmm. supports those in the export sector. Mm -hmm. And so some of the program details now are being expanded into domestic support. So again, the, the purpose of, of that program and the use of that program has some parameters around it mm-hmm. that uh, would be different, let's say, than BDC or, or the other programs. So because I, I think the, the program is better known, uh, it's, it, you can start having those conversations right with businesses that might see the need
1: there. Okay, but now what is the process? For the EDC, let's talk about because I know the EDC loan guarantee is already start rolling out. The BDC coal that is a little bit further down. They're saying like by the end of April, likely, right? And Libro are going to be participating in these two programs. In general, when somebody apply for these two loan guarantees, right? The underwriting process is the same like any type of financing that owners apply to Libro. Yes, it is, Christina. So again, when you're looking at these two programs, business owners
0: would really be reaching out to their FI, in, in Libro's case, to our account managers and working on a, on a one-to-one basis similar to if you were looking to apply for lending prior to COVID and prior to these programs. So the okay. the, the credit criteria that Libro or an FI would look at would be the the I'm going to assume by and large the same criteria that they would have within their credit guidelines already. Um, Mm -hmm. There may be, again, some, I'm not going to call them exceptions, but some modifications now. And again, I don't have all the program details Mm -hmm. on EDC or BDC, but again, there might be some pieces there within those two programs that need to be incorporated when, when looking at the credit underwriting or the credit granting you know, as well as potentially what, uh, you know, are there any exceptions just based on the environment we're in? But but by and large, the underwriting standards that uh, a financial institution has or, or Libro has would be the same. So you'd go through the same process that you would for any other type of lending. Because at the end of the day, you know, when you think about what guarantee means or mm-hmm. co-lend means on that mm-hmm. guarantee component, the business still needs to make every effort to show, right, that it's going to be a viable business going forward. So when you think around your business plans and, and your strategies and ability, again, to, to earn revenue and to, to make money, that needs to be demonstrated. And within the credit criteria of Libro or the, or the financial institution to have, you know, some comfort that at the end of the day, right, these loans, you know, can and will be repaid.
1: I'm curious about this. What does it mean by 80% guarantee by EDC or 80% guarantee by BDC? What does that mean for a a borrower? Does it even mean anything? It means certainly more so to your financial institution
0: than I think it does to the borrower. So uh, when you think of BDC, the co-lend, which is 20% your financial institution, so that's the risk. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you're basically your financial institution is going to take you know 20% of the risk on, on that on lending to you and mm-hmm. the government's going to take 80% of that risk so in the event of uh, default, default yeah. right then again looking at you know the the amount of risk there to the credit union on on right on, on delinquency right on on bad debt mm-hmm. uh, would be reduced and then in the in the EDC and the guaranteed loan environment at 100% that risk is reduced, right, for the for the financial institution.
1: Carol, where can people go to find out more about Libro and then find out more about you? Great, thank you very much. So you join us on our
0: website at libro.ca, and uh, lots of information around Libro and our purpose and and where we're located and what we offer. And at the very top of our page, in nice red bold. Um, is a a link to a section on on COVID uh, and everything you need to know around government programs, around uh, liberal operations uh, and what's happening in our communities uh, during these uh,
1: trying times. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining me here every week at Her CEO Journey, the business finance podcast for women's entrepreneurs. Head on over to kristinashahli.com forward slash her CEO journey to subscribe for this podcast. And don't forget to tell other women entrepreneurs that this podcast is available for free in the podcast apps of their choice. Until next time, and let's continue to grow a business that fuels the life that you want to live.